This year for Ash Wednesday, if you haven't heard, we'll, <clears throat> we won't be anointing or taking the ashes and putting a sign of the cross on your forehead as we have in years past. For the, the COVID measures and protocols, um, the whole church has been asked um, to, to simply that we sprinkle ashes upon your head. Now, this is actually an ancient practice and pretty much the practice of everywhere else in the world except for America and Ireland uh, because we, we took it from the Irish, so way to go Irish. Uh, but but it's, it's, a, it's a more appropriate, if you would, way of, of, an, of sprinkling the ashes. For what do we do when we fast? We wash our face, right? We, we in America, we like to put the cross on our forehead and the churches are packed and everybody takes selfies and we post it everywhere and uh, the whole like, don't, don't let other people know you're fasting kind of goes out the window, no? Uh, so in some ways it's actually more appropriate. But really when we look at this season, we look at this beautiful gospel that Jesus says, pray to your father in secret, and your father who sees in secret will repay you. So unlike, unlike a New Year's resolution where, where we sort of tell people what we're, what we're doing, we, we can for Lent, and it doesn't like change anything. It's not superstition, like all of a sudden if you don't, if you tell somebody what you're doing, it's not gonna have any effect. Um, but there's something about the inner recess of our heart that the season is lending itself toward. That it's, the, the externals are meant to lead us to an internal. It's not meant to simply be externals that, oh, I'm, not, I'm giving up, I'm, I'm not eating meat on Fridays, and all right, I'm giving up TV or I'm giving up chocolate um, because I'm, I'm going to prove myself that I can do it. That's not what the season's about. The season is about getting in into a more intimate relationship, in a more intimate union with Jesus Christ. So I, I give up or I sacrifice the things that prevent me from relationship with Christ. So if I'm finding I'm watching X amount of television, I give up television. Or if I find myself watching excess amounts of news or scrolling on my phone through news and then my day is horrible, I give that up. Not to prove to Jesus that I can do it, not to prove to myself that I can do it, but because it's inhibiting my relationship with Jesus Christ. And I want a deeper relationship with Christ. I want to know what the intimacy, what does he say? Pray to your Father in secret, go to the inner room. Close the door. Because when you stand before God after your death, what happens? There's nothing there to comfort you. You don't have your phone in your hand to be like, well, hold on, let me check on how many times I actually said that word, God. That's unfortunate. I guess you were right. You were off by one. He's like, no, I wasn't. <laughs> because when I stand before God, I'm naked. I have no defense. So this Lenten season is meant to be a stripping of oneself so I have no defense that I'm naked before God so that when I come before him, it's not a surprise but rather it's an, it's an intimate moment because I've already encountered him here. The scriptures say God is merciful, he's kind, he's slow to anger. One thing that I've been hearing from a lot of people is the Lord's punishment is coming. The Lord's punishment is coming upon our nation for various reasons, whether you're left or right, it doesn't matter. The Lord's punishment is coming. And it's a negative view. I mean, maybe it's true, but the negative view is that he punishes us because we're bad. You're bad. You're punishment. And that's a very humanistic understanding of how God works. God doesn't punish you because you're bad. He wants us to turn our hearts. 
So he allows things to happen so that my heart is turned. Think about after 9-11. How many churches were filled, overflowing? Not because some great thing happened, because some evil happened. And our hearts were turned back to him. This season, so with his two options, really three. First option, I can choose to turn my heart back to the Lord. So that means I sacrifice, I strip myself of the things that hold me from relationship from him, and then I turn myself back to him. But even that, it's really him calling me to turn. I can't do it on my own willpower. No, he, he invites me to relationship, and I, and I feel this, this gentle calling, this pulling, this yearning back to him. That's the first option. The second is what people call punishment, which, again, it's a very negative understanding of who God is. If he's really slow to anger, really filled with mercy, then how do we use that word? We use it in a humanistic way, which is because I'm bad, God punishes. That's not true. God desires to turn your heart, so he calls us to repentance. So he, he, he will allow evil to be inflicted, not because I'm bad, but because my heart is turned away from him. And he wants our heart to be turned back to him, in the good and in the bad. And the third option is that we don't turn our hearts as a people, and, and, and God inflicts a punishment, or some nuclear war happens, and we all die. That's the worst thing that happens. It's not so bad. Why? Because then I get to see him face to face. Wait, it's a win-win, everybody. You're like, you either turn your heart, God allows some evil to be afflicted so that you can turn your heart, or we die and we get to turn our heart. In, in all cases, God wins. Amen? You don't see it that way. No, I hear the half-hearted amens. I get it. Like, that doesn't make sense to me. But look, the Lord, he loves you. He desires you to turn your heart. Yeah, and he desires that your heart be rendered unto him. Rend your hearts, not your garments. So this season, whatever it is that we're giving up, it's not to, to prevent me from, from, from encountering something. It's, it's actually to allow me to encounter him more. Because he, he, he loves you too much to leave you in your sin. He loves you too much to leave you wallowing in pain. He, he desires your heart to be rendered unto him. It's a beautiful season. It's a, a great season. Because we, we, we literally choose to walk into the wilderness given to us by the church. So that in the wilderness where I feel stripped, naked, I get to turn my heart back to the one who created it. Lord Jesus, we give you permission this Lent to turn our hearts back to you. That you would give us courage to sacrifice that which is preventing us from you. And that in turning our hearts to you, we would find the love that created us. And we would return that love back to you. We pray this in your name. Amen.